I love the humility of Solomon. So here he is, king of Israel, a young man, and he cries out, I'm a mere youth, not knowing how to act. God, I need help. A wise person once told me the most important word in the human language is help. It takes humility to ask help because in our ego, we think we can do it ourselves. Now, I was at a conference this last week and the presenter said something I'd never heard before. He said, ego stands for easing God out. Easing God out. See, in our pride, we think, oh, I can do it myself. I don't need any help. No, it takes humility to ask for help. And so God then tells Solomon, ask for whatever you want of me, and I will give it to you. What would you ask for? God said, ask for whatever you want. What would you ask for? Solomon doesn't ask to be the richest king. He doesn't ask to be the most powerful king. He doesn't ask to be the most honored or beloved king. Rather, again, in humility, he doesn't ask for something for himself, but he asks to have a wise and discerning heart to rule God's people. So he asks for a gift to be put in service of others. Years ago at a Steubenville conference, Archbishop Chaput gave a definition of wisdom that's always stuck with me. He said, wisdom is the ability to see as God sees, to see the true value of things. That's wisdom. Now connect that with the gospel. See, the wise person then knows what the pearl of great price is. Wisdom is the gift that we all need. So if we have wealth and honor and power, but do not have wisdom, we won't know how to use our wealth and honor and power. In fact, without the ability to see as God sees, without that discerning heart, all those things will turn on us and destroy us. If you doubt that, watch any movie about a famous entertainer or musician. They're almost all tragedies. I saw a story online about 20 people who won the lottery and it destroyed their lives. The things of the world will destroy us if we don't know how to use them in accord with God's design, if we don't have wisdom. Well, I brought this question to my own prayer this week. If God told me, Brian, ask for whatever you want, what would I ask for? The response that just welled up into my heart, like the one thing that I really, really want is to go to heaven. I want eternal life. Without that, everything else is lost. What does it matter if I have everything in the world but lose heaven? Now, that begs the question, what are the sacrifices we're willing to endure to gain this pearl of great price, which is eternal life, which is heaven? There is a magazine article about teenagers who belong to the Santa Clara Swim Club. In the amazing discipline life these teenagers were living, they'd get up at 5.30, they would swim for two hours before school, they would go to school, then they would return to the swim club and swim for two hours after school. And the reporter asked one of these girls, what is it that drives you? Why are you living this regimen in life? Listen to her response. My only goal is to make the Olympic team. If going to parties hurts that, why would I go? There is no such thing as too much work. The more miles I swim, the better. Sacrifice is the thing. Wow, 
Think of the energy we put into earthly goals. Do we have that same drive and determination to get to heaven? That person that discovered the pearl of all, of great price, was willing to sell everything to purchase it. Everything. we got to sacrifice everything for heaven. Okay. I want to kind of do a logical procession here of what the pearl of great price can mean. So yes, the pearl is heaven. The pearl is eternal life. But Pope Benedict, he said, heaven is a person. Heaven is a person. So St. Paul says it this way, heaven will be the body of Christ come to full stature. Well, Christ will be all in all. So in heaven, Jesus, who is head of the body, will be perfectly united with his body, the people of God. And so heaven is the body of Christ come to full stature. Heaven is a person. So the pearl is heaven. The pearl is Jesus. And if we have Jesus, we have everything. We have eternal life. St. Thomas Aquinas, in a mystical vision, was asked, Thomas, what do you want? And he said, I want nothing but you, Lord. If I have Jesus, I have it all. I have everything I need. So, heaven is the pearl. Jesus is the pearl. Now we can start thinking, well, okay, to obtain the pearl, that's a future reality. The fullness of having the pearl won't happen until I'm in heaven. But let's not lose sight that the pearl is right here. The pearl is right here at Mass. Because if Jesus is the pearl and the Eucharist is really Jesus, then the Eucharist is the pearl. And so what happens at every Mass? We encounter and receive the pearl of great price. At Holy Communion, Jesus, the head of the body, is united to his bride, the people of God. And so, isn't this what heaven is? That the head and body are united and we have communion with God? This is what we celebrate at every Mass. This is why we call the Mass the heavenly banquet. It's here that heaven and earth are joined. This is why Pope John Paul said we can begin living eternal life here and now. It's not just a future reality, but something we can begin living now. We can choose to live our lives right now in communion with God. We can also live hell on earth. We can start living our lives here and now apart from God, out of communion with God. Okay, one last interpretation. So... The pearl is heaven, the pearl is Jesus, the pearl is the Eucharist, and you are the pearl. I am the pearl. Think of Jesus now as the merchant. Jesus came in search of the lost, to seek out and save the lost. He came in search of sinners. And Jesus, what did he do when he found us? He gave up everything. He gave up his life for you and me. He died on the cross for us. Doesn't it make sense, like when two people are in love, so we see this in marriage, when two people are in love, they see each other as the pearl. You're willing to lay down your life for your spouse. Jesus sees you and me as the pearl, and he was willing to give up everything. And now we are called to see Jesus as the pearl. 
And so in love, we give our lives to him who has given his life for us.